presenting Channeling Eric's Hour of Enlightenment. Yes, it is. Peeps, how are you doing? I hope this one works because we have had so much bad luck with Blog Talk Radio that we're actually considering, and uh, Jennifer just brought this up to me, just having a, um, you know, a Q&A. Uh, like we do with Pamela Erlin, that it's, you know, um, YouTube Live and Zoom um, on the question and answer thing. Uh, that might be better and more reliable, and you can see everybody, which may be a minus, I don't know. But anyway, so, <laughs> but today I would like to introduce you, Jennifer. I love you. You're awesome. Oh, I love you too. And my wonderful son, I love you. I miss you. I want you to come here so you can so I can kiss you, please. Yeah. And hold you in my lap. He, oh yes. So he he says if I if I could, I would in a heartbeat. Um, but I love I you know. too. But Mom. you're busy now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, today five very brave Channeling Eric members will share and or allow me to share their remarkable stories of awakening. And I really feel like this could really inspire you guys. I really think it would, if you allow it. So, but the thing is, I need to find them uh, on the board, which uh, is not easy. So hang on. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Oh, uh, oh, here is one. Amy Nell. Let me click again because it did you? not work. Hey, Amy Nell. Hello, how, how are you? Darling, I'm doing how good. You doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on. Hi, Jen. Oh, I'm honored. You? Are you kidding? Hi, it how takes are you? a lot of courage, so I, I really thank you. Well, I appreciate you having me on. I, you know, I've been following you for over a year now, and a lot of things have happened because of your shows with. Uh, people like Jennifer and Eric. So I wanted Aww. to share it with you. That's why I sent my story in. Yeah, I, I think it's awesome. So um, first of all, Eric, do you have anything to say first about Amy Nell? Uh, I feel no. like you do. I know no, not, not just hi. How are you? We've met. <laughs> okay, there's that. So Amy, yes, we have. Tell, us your, tell us your story. Okay, well, mine was, like, probably more smaller. Like, I think it's really, uh, like, important for people to realize that, like, awakenings and waking up is not really a grand story about crossing mountains or having, like, near-death experiences. Sometimes they're small. And for me, they're Mm. really, like, personal that, you know, can just kind of make you laugh. Um, You know, I went on, like, trying, like, a spiritual journey because at some point I wanted to get into politics and, I would say, like, I kind of, it was more me becoming stupidly aware of all the obvious signs. And, um, you know, it was the one particular thing that happened that kind of hurtled over the self-doubt. I actually had a reading with Jen a while ago where I, was, I felt like I was getting all these signs, and it just didn't really make any sense um, with me, and she kind of mm. confirmed a sheer cause. Um, pretty much everything I kind of already knew, but I was still, like, fighting a lot with, like, low confidence, and is this my imagination, or, you know, is this shit real kind of thing. Yeah. And, um, yes. One of the things that I did was, like, I tried to meditate, and one of the things I like to do is get in my car and, like, sing my little lungs out, and I find that to be very grounding for me. And um, I was in the car, had my headphones on, singing at the top of my lungs, 
And to the right, in my passenger seat, I had my friend Victor, who passed away in 2008. I kind of saw him in, in my head. Wow. And then I wow. saw Vic, uh, your son, Eric, in the, my back passenger seat. And um, the mm. song that was playing was called Spirits by the Strombellas. And part of the song goes, um, I got guns in my head and they won't go. And I saw Eric in my back seat with a gun in his left hand with a magazine kind of popped out mm-hmm. and he went and he slapped it in and it fell out of him like he was a complete goofy cleft and it fell out to the bottom of the floor oh my like God. he just completely screwed up like trying to dance along with the song and oh, um no. you know i heard don't him have say, dance don't have <laughs> and i ha- and i ha- and i'm thinking like oh you gotta you gotta tell my mom this story because she lives in texas and um, it's just funny because your son is a smart ass. Cause, like I've told him before, he's a bad like dancer, and he's kind of told me that he's almost as bad as my singing. But he's it, oh, that oh, was oh, something he that, that made me mom. realize. Well, he I am a horrible dancer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, for me, that was big because that was me. That wasn't my imagination because him doing that was not where my imagination would have t- taken it. If I w- if it was it. really truly my imagination, I wouldn't have thought of him being a goofy ass clutch and slapping the magazine and falling out like <laughs> him trying to dance along the yard. What well, happened? Like, exactly. I would have taken it. Yeah. So, but, <laughs> so but yeah, that, that was it. This one take it small and short. I mean, since then, I have talked to him a little bit. I'm still working it out. Um, working on being a medium and sensing things. Like, like Jennifer, uh, Jen, again, might recall that. For a while, like, I've been psychic since I was a child, and you just don't realize these things. It's kind of normal to you. Yeah. And you just kind of yeah. ride it off to your imagination. And, you know, uh. I, I'm working on it. I know I've talked to your son, because I know he has a high-ass, like, high-pitchy voice. Um, <laughs> so, but it's only, okay, so it's when people should should focus on, like, little signs, and not those huge ones. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, maybe Eric? Can you give her any words of encouragement or anything? And also maybe, Jennifer, you would like to add something to that because she is trying to develop her mediumship uh, skills. Oh, yeah. she's So what Eric wants to, wants to say, he's, he's like, hey, enough with my voice already, okay? <laughs> he's, just, he's playing. <laughs> he's playing. He's a little feisty. He's a little feisty right now. Um, but he's, he, right now. he really is just playing. And, um, yes, um, you're, you're, you're on the right path. You know, this is not, you know, working with the other side, it's not a perfect communication. It's, you know, it, you have to figure out what your frame of reference is for stuff. You know, when you get information that doesn't seem to make any sense to you, you've got to ask for more information. You can ask the other side, like, Hey, you showed me this, but I don't understand what this is. I need more information about it. And if they can give it to you, they will. Um, Eric says we're very, we're very, we can be very particular over here with the way you guys word things. Um, oh, yeah. So, you know, so um, if you're not, yeah. if you're feeling frustrated, use different wording. Use different wording to ask for help. Um, I, I, okay. I don't know why. There, well, if if you say, you know, I just need to know, you know, what am I supposed to be doing next? Well, sometimes that might be too vague. So it's like, okay, I'm on this path to mediumship. I'm feeling stuck. I need a sign or I need something to let me know what is next for me. 
Um, like so the, the more next specific step. we can Back. be, some yeah, show it to yeah. me. Let me recognize it. Make sure I recognize it when it shows up. Sometimes the more specific uh, we are with them, the better the lines of communication mm-hmm. are opened. Interesting. Anything else you want to say, Eric? I'm sorry? Um, Eric, is there anything oh, you would okay. like to say, sweetie? Um, just, just keep, just keep at it. Keep going. Um, he says you, you really do doubt yourself too much. There's, you know, you're battling that, you're battling that doubt. Um, yeah. And, and so he says, you know, it's almost like, um, when the doubt creeps in, it's like, he says for you, you have to be firm. You have to be firm and say, no, like go away. Um, otherwise, uh, yeah, like back the on. doubt creeps in and, and you get way down, like spiraling. And um, so you have to be firm like, when the doubt you creeps doubt? in. Yeah. Screw <laughs> you, doubt. Get out of my head. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, we're out. Right, well, um, Amy Nell, well, you want to say anything before we take the, the next person? No, uh, I, I just, person? both you ladies keep doing what you're doing. Uh, you guys really do inspire a lot of people. And I know well, that you, you probably guys get a lot of. So, you know, you probably oh, get a lot of haters too, and get around on a lot uh, and get into a lot of drama. But I know. You've got people that really adore what you guys do. So, but uh, you keep you, you so what much. you're doing, too, because it makes a difference. Yes. What you do, Emmy, now Absolutely. is amazing. And and I think Thank that's you. why Eric picked you to be Aww. here, because I had a whole bunch of entries. But he picked five for me and you were yeah, one and that's going to say something gonna, okay get this. he told me he's going to flip this one in I remember really getting that from him Woo-hoo! he's going to awesome. flip that one in so he's like don't worry right, awesome. you Amy thank you darling. guys so much I'm going to continue Bye, I'm going to hang up and listen bye yeah okay though babe bye oh she's so sweet okay let's see yeah oh you didn't drop it okay good um, all right, so let me see. I saw another one in here that I recognize. Uh, let me see. It's a nine. Oh, nine three one. There we go. Found it. Hey Lee, how you doing, Mister Lee? I am doing good, and you? Awesome. What you got for us, sweetie? Can you tell us your story? Because wow. I know it's an awesome one. Well, it, it, it's like Jamie said. You know, nothing is is too big, and it's it's just shifting, I guess, basically your awareness and your perception on things. Um, mine, it was stemmed yeah. from mostly addiction and, and, and pain, you know, more of the lower mm. level kind of vibes. And yeah. I basically lived that, that kind of a life. And after losing, basically, I, I'd like to say giving it away because that's the victim mentality saying I lost it. And I'm like, I gave it away in, in a sense of, uh, now it's made me who I am, but I lost a kid, you know, I've lost a wife, uh, all these yeah. really heart-wrenching things that, that can make, you know, one shift their, their perspectives on things. Um, yes. It came but, through. But Lee, uh, Lee. It came through. Yeah, so Lee, tell, tell us about your losses, though, first, if you can, if you want to. If you don't want to, that's cool. But I, I think the audience wants a, a larger understanding about you and what you went through in order to put you on this awakening journey. Wow. 
If you don't want to, Donna, uh, that's okay. No, okay? no, no, it's it's fine. Um, if I were to have to sit here and look at it and just to that perspective, um, let's see, I had to endure a lot of homelessness while I was uh, going up, growing up as a kid, mm-hmm. uncertain of where I'm going to be in my life. Uh, the next day, we've gone through homeless shelters. Um, yeah. Just watching my mom go through her pains of losing kids, uh, a kid, kids, and things of that nature. But growing yeah. up, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm very sensitive and very uh, in touch with my emotions, and um, mm. I, I wound up going through a lot of drug use to cope with the yeah. uh, feelings of you're not supposed to feel this much, you're too sensitive, or whatever. So I used mm. drugs to mask it, and then, so I guess I went through a narcissistic period where I'm, I'm lacking empathy and. I just don't care what I'm doing. I'm going against my intuition, and I'm ex- experiencing this lower level stuff over and over again. Because obviously we, we attract that stuff. But uh, yeah, going through all that, um, yeah. Then then, um, let's see. My daughter, she uh, had lost her mother to a car accident, and throughout my addiction, I couldn't quite get my ass together and and be a, a, a reputable adult that the society wants you to see. And it tore my heart up mm-hmm. having to sign away rights to, to my kids, you know. And yeah. uh, it catalyzed me into another, I don't, I don't care. I'm going to try to k- kill myself. So I went through yeah. a lot of, a lot of drug use, a lot. And I tried to kill myself various amount of times through that. And uh, yeah. I've, I've experienced an overdose, but I just had blackness, like I blacked out unconscious. And maybe mm-hmm. that was what I thought the afterlife was like, was like a black shell of nothingness. And yeah. now I understand that it's totally, totally different. And I, I came to this little awakening by following these numbered sequences that just keep appearing to me and, Oh wow! <laughs> after after it was really after the loss of my my, my wife ex wife and I were going through a divorce and we just were, were contemplating on what we were gonna do since we had lost this baby and um, that drove me down to Tennessee and I I just completely felt like I'm gonna do it again I'm going off the crazy train I'm gonna kill myself. Oh. I saw. I right, so where I are you get now? It. Yeah, but where are you I'm, now? I'm, I'm, and, and I'm back in Tennessee. But no, 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 I'm not talking geographically. I'm talking about where are you now spiritually? Because this spiritually, is about your awakening. I How are you I doing, sweetie? To, uh, the the awakening of everything's just going to be all right. You know, the universe yeah. has our backs, and it's all for growth. Um, ever yeah. since I've been listening to your guys' show, it's been like a, an eye-opening portal through. And now I really want to know more. I want to know more. I want to know mm. even more about it. Like I could identify with those labels, but I don't like labels like Eric would say. I can't stand labels. Yes. The weirdest thing is, is it felt like what you guys would describe as a walk-in. Um, I'm this charismatic, yeah. crazy, drugged-out weirdo, and now all of a sudden... Wham! I hit a 180. Whoa! 
who's this guy who's yeah. always talking about consciousness and spirituality now? What's going on with him? So it was yeah. this weird, I don't know what to call it, a, a finally, like, like Amy said, you know, you just become a obvious signs now. You, you start to become and aware of them. And then, Mr. Lee, yeah, a lot of people don't sit there. And and you went through crap, but yet you are still you have, you have arrived at a place where not many have arrived. And I would love for Jennifer and Eric to speak to that, please. Yeah, actually, Eric, Eric, Eric's jumping up and down over here. He's I like, knew okay, it. okay, I knew it. I've got a lot to say. I've got a lot to say. Um, so what he said for you um, is all of those times that you tried to kill yourself, they were never going to work. He said it was never going to work because you were supposed mm. to get to this point in your life um, because your story is so inspirational from coming from where you came from to getting to where you are now. So he said all of those attempts that you tried, um, he said they were never going to work. You were never going to be able to do it. And so something yeah. inside of you just clicked and said, no, I have to try something different. I have to do something different. Um, and that's, what got you here you you were literally taken to your to your breaking point multiple times but you weren't breakable is is what eric said so um, he does want to say yeah he does want to clarify um something too because when you had said that you experienced an overdose and you saw blackness um he says other people have experienced this and he says sometimes sometimes when the soul leaves the body it goes into this this place where it's just blackness for a bit, but he says, once you mm-hmm. fully die, that's when you wake up on the other side. You just didn't fully cross over. Um, so that's what with, with some people, they feel like they've died and they, it's just blackness. They just haven't fully made it over to the other side before they come back here. Um, so he doesn't want people mm-hmm. to be like afraid if they've had that experience that you have. That's all it is. It's like, um, like a limbo for a little bit or something. Yeah. Um, and it's, he says sometimes. I think it's he what says sometimes what it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's what he's saying is sometimes what it is is you go there and then like the souls on the other side, the spirit guys and stuff are saying, well, can he leave yet? Can they come yet? Is it time yet? No. Okay, they go back. Or yes, they can and they cross over. Um, so yes, it is what kept you alive because somebody else made the decision that you had to come back. Wow. Yeah, so Eric, that that's left? when I met my wife and done all this other. Oh. You know, I got was in rehab. I got sober. Mm. I was going through all these different changes at that moment. So, yeah. yeah. So, Eric, any, like any, any last words of encouragement? Any last words of encouragement for Mr. Lee? No, just really, just share your story. If if you're not if you're not actively telling your story um, as inspiration to other people who, especially um, in the substance abuse world. Um, he says you 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 got to start doing that, okay? Are you talking about he's he goes to you know give lectures and stuff? Well, like oh, a recovery yeah, well, just, or something to that. Just sharing at meetings, if there's meetings, or you know, just sharing oh, with yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I've Good. been told. I, I believe in my uh, story that I submitted. I was approached by one member of NA, and he had said, you know, you've got something to say. I already, I just yeah, know, we go. Do, when do, you're do. ready, you're gonna say it. You've got something to say. And that always stuck with me. So, yeah. yeah well, just, he was right. I he had felonies, so, you know, we, we come to the taboo you, of, can a felon take this career path, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But you, you are a light worker, obviously. You picked a really difficult life, 
and very often the the I don't want to say old souls. It's just the souls that usually cram on a lot on a plate, like you and me. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I didn't. And, and so you, get those you know, you don't want to waste that. It's like yeah, and you have so much to share, but you don't need to be afraid because guess what? We are eternal beings, and what the heck could happen to us? Okay, seriously. So right. you know, just hopefully gather the strength. And, you know, put your light out there, girl, dude. I mean, put your light out there. <laughs> yeah. You've uh, yeah. got a lot to share. I feel it. Oh, I do. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Mr. Lee. I oh, appreciate no, you. you. Thanks for brave. I really well, do. Yeah. Thank you for uh, letting me be on the show. Care. I really, really appreciate it. You guys do. I know, I feel you are inspiring a lot of people right now. So I really oh, yeah. have so much respect for you. Thank you so much. Here's the hope, right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. 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 All right, oh. ladies, Eric, my dude. <laughs> All right. Eric, go take care. Be sure you take care of this guy, okay? Because he's, yes. he's, oh, yes. he's, he's a diamond, man. He's a diamond. He's a treasure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Right. Okay. Talk to you later, Mr. Lee. Um, one of the things oh, that Eric God. is, is oh no, it's okay because he can probably still oh, hear. But Eric is, yeah. Yeah, Eric wants to say that you know addiction in the human form, um, addiction is one of the hardest things to learn from and get out from behind in the human form. Yeah. It's very difficult to do that. Ooh. Yeah, but yep. it so is very for the people difficult. who are winning that winning that battle right now, that it's not that's not an easy thing to do. No, it's not. Okay, so we have somebody from the seven six area code that is also a light worker with a story of awakening. Sarah Martinez Ruiz. I had to say it with a Catalan accent. <laughs> so it sounds like I have a list, but that's the way I roll. Okay. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Today? Hello. Hi, darling. I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for having Tell me. Us. Oh, my God. No. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? Uh, I am so proud to have you on because you <laughs> five people have showed such incredible courage that 99.99% of the people would not have. And what you're about to do is inspire people. So, hell yeah. Bring it on, girl. Um, Tell us. Uh, my awakening story, uh, basically, that I shared with you um, was the experience that I had um, when I lost my mom uh, to cancer. Yeah. Um, she mm. uh, was only 56, and it was pretty unexpected. Um, basically I, I, I was very spiritual all my life and I, I spent most of my life, you know, conversating to God, you know, basically thinking I'm talking with him, but I was talking at him. I wasn't really, you know, hearing him back. And, um, you know, I, I was always praying and I always felt Jesus around when I needed him, but I wasn't hearing them talk back to me. Um, after when my mom, when my mom was, um, passing, uh, we were around her bed and, um, I'm sorry, I haven't really shared this very much with anyone. 
Um, yeah. I started praying. You're, you're I started praying. Yeah, I, I started praying. Um, and as I was praying, I fell deep into prayer and uh, yeah. started speaking in tongues, which is still strange to me to this day. <laughs> but I, I still don't really understand it. But it's something that's happened to me since I was young. Um, I oh, started yeah. praying in a, a different tongue. And um, as I was praying, I saw a tunnel. I saw a tunnel with a light at the end of it. And um, I had my eyes closed. I was le- leaning over my mom. And I seen this tunnel. And at the end of the tunnel, I see um, the outline or shape of uh, shadow, two shadows coming forward. Uh, one mm. I knew, obviously, was my grandma. I recognized immediately. And then the other was Jesus. And as wow. they stepped forward through the tunnel and they came closer, as they got closer, I just cried out because I knew they were coming for her. And I just screamed out, okay, Jesus, okay, Grandma, you know, take Mm. her and give her peace. You know, um, she can go. And I just kind of released her. And um, I knew she went with them because right when I yelled out, I opened my eyes and she literally took her last breath right in front of me. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And so um, fast forward to a year later, my brother has um, renal failure and has a has like a stroke during dialysis and he just slipped into a coma and they called me and I was in Southern California and they were in Northern California and I really wanted to get there in time to, you know, say goodbye to my brother. And so I was praying and praying and I asked, I was asking, you know, my mom and God, please, please don't take him yet. Mm. You know, just, you know, wait for me, wait for me to get there. And um, my brother is only, you know, three years older than me, and so we grew up together pretty close, and yeah. I just wanted to be there with him, you know, but as I was praying, I, I saw the tunnel again, and then I saw my mom come forward in the tunnel, and she Whoa. was smiling, yeah. and she had her yeah. arms open, and I just cried because I didn't want her to take me, and I was like, no, mom, please, not yet, but I knew at that moment he yeah. was gone. I knew, Whoa. and when I got up here, he was still in the coma, but I knew already that he was gone. Like, I saw yeah. him go, you know, and That's after that, incredible. I think, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty, um, I think I just thought I imagined it for a long time. Yeah. I thought it was something that I, you know, kind of just no. thought in my own head, maybe to get no. me through the process or something like that. No. But no. Um, my mom and I were were close before she died, and I didn't want to let go of that relationship. I didn't want to let go not. of the, the strength that she gave me or the peace. When I'd call her, she knew how to calm me down, and she was my yeah. rock, and I didn't want to let go of that. So I kept the line of communication it. open. You know, I wanted to have that still, and so I wasn't willing to let go. And I think that when we go through a tragedy and we lose someone that we love so much in in a tragic way, it's like you don't let those um, strings break. You still stay attached to them because you're not willing to let go of that, and I think that's what opened me up to start hearing them. Um, I started hearing them after that. I'm sorry? I mean, that's my feeling is that, the whole thing about my first book is love knows no boundaries, even death. Like me as a mother, exactly. that umbilical, uh, you know, cord will stretch and stretch and death, but I'll yes. never, it will never be ser- exactly. uh, severed. Oh, exactly. Uh, Eric, if you can bring the brother and the mother 
across to give okay. a, a brief message. Is that okay with you? Yes. Oh, okay? yes. Okay. So, I would love. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. Is it okay with you if if they come? Of first? course, Sarah. Yeah. Is it okay with you? <laughs> um, yes. So as I was sitting here, me, Jennifer, and my physical body, as you were talking about your mother and your brother, uh, as soon as you mentioned your brother, my just entire body was filled with goosebumps, very uh, intense energy, very, yes. your, your brother came in, it's just this very fun, very loving energy, um, Much very like charismatic. Eric. a lot like Eric. Yes. Yes. Wow. Absolutely. You must have had absolutely childhood. See, <laughs> see, they were yeah. the way they the way they've explained it to me was my brother and Eric knew each other over there, and that's how oh. my brother brought up yeah. the YouTube on my phone, and that's wow. how I found Eric yeah. was through my brother. Wow. Yeah, it's so it's mm. so funny. So I've got you know, yes, your brother and Eric are are quite um the uh, pair, right? Similar. <laughs> yes, they're quite the pair. And I said, I'm saying to your brother in, in my head, I'm saying, well, do you want to tell her anything? And you know what he said to me? Tell her I like the way she wears her hair now. Like, oh, really? you jerk. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> I knew he was going to say something. Yes. And you know what? They're, they're something else. They are something else. I cannot believe them yeah. right now. And I'm in my head. I'm saying, really, you want to talk about her hair? He's like, yeah, tell her, tell her, tell her. I like the way. She oh my god! Oh my god! Shut up. <laughs> okay, I have to. They're going to make so me cute. tell you. I have to tell you what's happening right now. I have to. Okay. Well, you guys are not going to believe this. I knew they were going to mm-hmm. do this to me because I was telling them before I, I I went on. I was like, oh my god, please, you know, don't don't say anything about what's going on. My eight year old daughter. <laughs> I found I found headlights in her hair today. And I found headlights, and so I put shampoo on my hair. And I was telling my dad, thank God they can't see me because I have this oh crap my in my hair. And oh, I was so embarrassed even to be on the out, call. Man. And those <laughs> jerks, I can't believe yes. it. <laughs> yes, I, I was even saying that's what you want to say to her, but apparently it's a very specific message, so it works. Yes, oh, my God, they are so <laughs> funny. Oh, my God, they're, they're oh, very funny. Awesome. Well, what about her mother? What about her mother? A, a message from her mom? Um, yes. You know, she's she's there. She's not quite the ball buster that your brother is. No, not at all. She she kind of like slaps him in the back of the head for mentioning yes. your hair. Yes. Um, and she, she she's just like, I just tell her I love her so much, and she's so beautiful. Um, That's <laughs> awesome. You know, oh, yeah, she hey, I, got, I, get, I, I got a, a boy here, Lucas. I'm trying to, you know, hey, he needs a wife. So y'all think about it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You um, know, for a long time, I really wasn't sure if any of this was even real or true. And even up until recently, Me I've too. been doubting, like really doubting myself. Like, am yeah. I just having this conversation in my head with, the, with them Absolutely. because I want them here? Yeah, no. No, but absolutely. I hear them. I hear them talking to me, and sometimes I don't yeah. know if it's real. Yeah, absolutely. It's real. Absolutely. It's real. And girl, if you want, you can email me, and I can give you, you know, some some, some hard evidence that will hopefully, you know, put you. I mean, no, I know, I know, I know that it's real. That people people have that gift. I just didn't think I, I had that gift. You know what I'm yeah, saying? But, but, like, I didn't think uh, I was capable of doing that. 
I, I, oh. I know that people have that gift. I have no doubt whatsoever what? that they're around and that people could, I just didn't think I could hear them, you know? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, oh, it's like, is, am I really hearing them or am I talking to myself mm-hmm. in my head, you know? No, no, you're crazy. really hearing them. Um, what that mm-hmm. is, um, what you're feeling is, is um, like, humble. It, it's connected to being humble, okay? Yeah. Um, so you can be humble and still hear the other side. Um, what, what your block was, Eric is saying, is that you felt like what was so special about you that you'd be able to do this, okay? So you were being too humble. Oh, um, yeah. So, so that's, we're all worthy. We're all worthy of wonderful things, okay? Um, so you are. can know your worth and still be humble. Um, yeah. And that's where you were lacking. Uh, not, know, not knowing your worth, not knowing that you were worthy of this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you said it. <laughs> Thank you. And you are. You are. Okay. That's that's amazing. I just, I, Eric knew I needed this. I mean, this is just amazing because yeah. and we I it, can't believe okay? that you picked me out of all these people. No, no, no. Just... Obviously, it was Eric that picked you, dude. And, yeah, and thank yeah. you because I think you have really hit a nerve with a lot of people, and I really am so yeah. grateful to you. Thank all you right. for having me. You, Betsy, I love you. Bye. Thank Bye. you. I love you, Mom. Love you, Shane. Bye. Love you, Eric. Oh. Love you. Love Aww. you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. On to the next. If I can pull myself together. We got Frank. Hi, Frank. Are you there? Hi, Lisa. How are you? Yes. I'm doing good. Now, do you still want me to read, or do you feel comfortable just, like, like you know, talking to us? Either way, oh, it's I can fine. T- I, can, I can tell it. Oh wow! Okay, good. That's great. If you don't want to, I'm cool with it. And um, no, no. I just admire your courage for doing this. Thank you, Frank. Okay. All right. I uh, retired in 2016, and I had been reading your blog, so I connected with it either through the amendment or the amend or you connected me to the amendment oh, yeah, by yeah. Patrick Dahan. Yeah. Yeah. So, I um, had retired, so I had that peace of mind. I started taking yeah. uh, walks to a reservoir by our house that's through nature. And one of the blogs, I don't remember if it was that particular month or a few months prior, Eric had mentioned that when you're in nature, just understand that you're connected to everything, the leaves, the ground, the birds, the yeah. trees, and, and just try to feel that connection. So I did that for several weeks. Um, almost every day, I would say close to every day, and it mm. was awkward. It di- it didn't feel natural. Um, I had to kind of think about it. Then the next several weeks, it changed a little. It wasn't awkward, but I still had to think about it. Um, yeah. And then the next several weeks, it changed from that to I really wasn't even thinking about it. It was just it just was a feeling. And as part of this, I had been sending when a bird would land in a tree and sing or was in a, on a branch and singing, mm-hmm. I would literally in my mind say thank you and send an image of the bird landing on my shoulder. I don't know why. I just oh. thought that would be kind of neat. So Yeah. Um, that, this that went was, on that's for, awesome. I remember reading that. Well, awesome. 
Well, it's just, I don't know why, but I did. So that was about three months, and my wife's a teacher. School ended her first day, first Monday off. She took the walk with me with our two dogs. Mm. We get to the water, Mm. and I'm I'm doing this, again, without really thinking. It's very natural. And we get to the water's edge. My wife's about 20 feet in front of me, and a bird flies into the tree above me, singing beautifully, and I automatically, in Mm. my mind, say, thank you, send the image. And my wife calls me to talk to me. She says something to me which draws my attention. As I turn, I feel something against the side of my face. And mm-hmm. it, of course, made me look back, and it was the bird. And it had landed on a handrail maybe five feet from me. I, I now mm-hmm. understand that the bird was most likely trying to land on my shoulder. So I'm, the, the bird is gawking at me, um, <laughs> no question, directly at me, wings flapping, mouth open, just gawking, gawking. Mm-hmm. And my wife's staring at this bird from 15 or 20 feet away. And in my mind, I, I have that thought, are you answering me? And I stick my finger out, my index finger, and the bird lifts up to land. And <laughs> I pulled my finger away, which um, it was a little bit of nerves. And the bird landed oh, on the yeah. opposite handrail. So my wife at this point had come all the way around and is staring at the bird. One of our dogs was standing next to her staring at the bird. And mm. I just stuck my, my arm out and the bird landed on my forearm and just stayed there. I don't two, three minutes. Um, I got a good look at it. I mean, it was, yeah, and it, a foot from my face and it, and it took off. So we went home that night. I meditated and I, I asked for the bird to come back. And that may mm. seem like a bit much now, re- retrospect, but my wife's a teacher, like I said, so she had a professional training day. She couldn't make the walk. So I made the walk without the dogs. I get to the mm-hmm. water's edge. There's no one no one there, and there's no bird. So I feel like I should meditate for a couple minutes. And then I feel, at the, you know, just opening my eyes at a, at a given moment. And as I did, a bird, I couldn't see if it was the same bird. It wasn't close enough. Landed in the tree to my left very high. Mm. And as it landed, it took off again, did a semicircle and it ran under the bench in front of me, right up to me, lifted itself in the air onto the handrail next to me, literally an inch or two. I turned the palm of my hand over and it just hopped into my hand. And I simultaneously started petting this bird. I could see the, the, the distinct white lines, the horizontal lines on the bird. So I knew it was the same bird. And I just started to cry because for me, it was total validation. Mm. I guess I needed yeah. to be hit over the head like that, but, but I was. I'll tell you, I, I don't mean to interrupt here, but Eric is, Eric is saying some stuff, so I want to get it out. Uh, what Eric is saying about you and the way your personality works, you needed proof, and this is what proof looked like to you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and who so is that, this bird? That's why is, was, is, is, is there a certain spirit, like a deceased loved one that's moving this bird? Or is it just the bird itself, or Eric, or a guide? Why? Yeah, it's I mean, it's, it's a guide. It's a guide. It was a guide energy oh. to get you to this awakening, to oh. give you the proof that you needed, um, to to open up, to believe. To you, mm. you needed tangible proof. Um, so this bird was tangible Sounds proof. familiar. That yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No question. Uh, it's no a question. Beautiful story. Beautiful story. That's awesome. No, thanks. And um, so what is the takeaway from this, Frank, for other well, people? I, I will tell you also uh, the, the takeaway for me was, though I had had a couple of things happen uh, previous, not like this, yeah. um, I, I obviously still had doubt. Um, 
but we're capable of all we have to do is believe it because had I not even believed it possible, I certainly wouldn't have been sending the images, um, you know, reading yeah. what you had written, what Eric had shared about when next time you're out. He also mentioned something about ping people, use the word ping, like uh, uh, whether you want to approach somebody just in your mind, ask, are you approachable? Do you want to, you know, is this somebody I can approach and see what you get? Yeah. Um, but yeah. for me, once I let go of the expectation, because that last few weeks, I had stopped thinking about it. I was just doing it. And once I let go Whoa. of the expectation, it just happened the way it did. Oh. I think it's a big step, letting go of expectations. And oh, that is so hard huge. for most people, including me. So yeah. kudos to you. Huge. So you guys, learn from Frank. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> and you are an inspiration, a light worker. And if you could please just um, share your story because – you know, your story could actually save people, you know? Do you know well, what I mean? I do. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I share it. It's not the easiest thing. You know, everybody that's listening no. understands when it's not the easiest thing. Mm-hmm. I, my own son, my oldest son kind of poo-poos it, but, um, you know, we're all on our own journey. So that's all I can do is yeah. share it. Well, yeah. what I so, do um, is, is somebody – oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, well, Eric was Eric was saying stuff about about that, and – and when you're somebody who is, you know, a light worker and sharing your story that, you know, gives some hope and faith, um, what, he, what Eric is saying about that is he says it doesn't matter if people that you share it with don't get it because that story for your son who poo-pooed it may be something that he clings to 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now because he might yeah. lose his own hope and need something and he will go to that story even though right now it doesn't do anything for him so you don't ever know what the effect down the road is from sharing an experience that's true and i always think about uh you know how you know people used to think the world was flat okay and then someone stood up and said no 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 no, no. it's round and you know he got they kept him in jail for a while because of that it was awful so, um, but guess what? Around, and I think that's where we are in this whole thing. And as Arthur Schopenhauer said, and this is really good if you want to, you know, share with other people, guys. Truth goes through three phases, and just like the flat Earth thing did. Okay, first it is ridiculed. I get a lot of that. Then it is scorned. Get all of that. But eventually, it's accepted as self-evident. And that's what we need to hold to our hearts and believe in mm-hmm. when we share things like this. All right. Well, thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And we're going to talk to our very last, if I can find her, Jean, where are you? Where, oh, where are you, Jean? Where are, oh, here we, here's Jean. Hello, Jean. Hello. Hi, darling. Uh, nervous you can be. To... Nah. All right. Look, if you knew all my flaws, okay, you would not be nervous. Um, do you want to share? Are you sure you don't want to share? Or you want me to try to read, um, uh, read it out, or what? Tell me. Well, tell you what. Can you hear me? Okay, on the cell phone. On yeah, my, I can uh, hear you great. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll read it. I'll read it. I cannot like just you know say it all. It's been like many years, so or at least most yeah. of the story. So, well, I'll just yeah. read it. Ready? 
No, I'm not okay. lazy at all. Uh, of course I'm not <laughs> lazy. Just, just, just say it from your heart, girl. Say it from your heart. Okay? All right. Here I go. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read it. Okay. First, okay. let me say that I am so glad that you decided to bravely go public with your story. You and Eric were the final puzzle piece that solidified my belief in souls in the afterlife. I've been listening to your broadcast for many months now. I did not grow up with any religion whatsoever, but when Mm. my mom passed away, it became necessary for me to try and find answers to the universal questions. Eric really helped answer so many of my questions. So thank you um, for you both for what you're doing. So here's my story. Oh, you're so welcome. My mom passed away from breast cancer, age 61, when I was 36. She barely had time to meet with my only child, um, who was 10 months old at that point. Two months and one day after this, I came down with a horrible headache and started to lose my vision, blurred at first. Mm. The date was 11 2001, which happened to be my birthday, and I was actually having a lovely visit with friends when pretty suddenly I came down with a severe headache. Blurred Mm. vision soon followed and continued to get worse for a couple of days. An eye specialist verified that I had optical neuritis. The unusual thing was Mm. that it was happening in both eyes. I learned that this is sometimes referred to as hysterical blindness, which, in fact, I did actually go blind after a week, told that my vision would return in several weeks. I could only relate the cause of this to the hysterics of watching my mom start to slip away, and then 10 days after she passed, the 9-11 terror attacks occurred. So it was a very rough time for me, but this 100% 100% blindness was very frightening, basically left me being very close to my 10-month-old who was crawling at this point. I would listen mm. to the TV for comfort. I tuned into the show, John Edwards, talking to people's dead loved ones. It was the first yeah. time I had thought that maybe my mom was still with me somehow. A month had passed, yeah. and I realized for the first time that I could just barely make out my daughter's form. I said her name, and she got up off the floor and walked right to me. This was her first step. Such a joyful moment that I had been so worried that I was going to miss. Because of the significance of the moment, I stopped to think about what day it was. It was 12.01, exactly three months after my mom passed. I truly thought for the first time that my mom was there with me at that moment and may have had a hand in giving me this special moment. For years Mm -hmm. after this, I realized that I kept seeing the date or time 11.02 at unusual moments, either on the clock or in an email or a text, etc. I would say to myself, why am I seeing 11.02 instead of 11.01 or 11.03, etc.? Explainable many times, I'm sure, by many, but it wasn't just on the clock. It finally clicked with me that 1102, being my birthday, must tie into my mom having a hand in these moments. Mm-hmm. Here's the incident that made me a 100% believer. 
This last summer, I had been preparing a letter to give to my then college-bound daughter. You know, uh, go forth and have a wonderful life. Here's all my worldly advice. I love you kind of letter. Yeah, and keep your legs together. That's it. Yeah, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I started and stopped. Comic relief, sorry. I started and then stopped working on it a few times until one day the words just started flowing very easily. I decided Mm -hmm. it was done after about an hour. I usually find myself rewriting stuff extensively for hours. Um, so it was, I was so happy it was done so quickly. Um, it was two pages long, just enough, but not too much, right? A year before this, my daughter had shown me how to use documents in Google Drive. She was using it at the time to show me her college essays. They each had to be a certain word limit. And at some point she showed me that Google Drive makes it easy for you to check the word count. So I didn't give that another thought until this moment when Mm -hmm. I finished my letters and became curious to see if this was perhaps how long her essays had been. So I tapped on the feature and pretty much fell out of my chair. How many words was it? It was 1102. 1102. 1102. Yep. That was the one and only time I've ever checked a word count. I laughed and I cried. I think think my mom... (laughs) <laughs> and I told my daughter all about this mm. when I gave her the letter. Oh, so powerful. Eric, what, oh it's beautiful. What was that, Alicia? I, 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 I was learning a word from Eric, for example, to, to her, a message or some response. Oh, yes. Just, number one, it's an incredible story. Um, That's me saying that, Jennifer. It's just such an incredibly beautiful story. Um, And so what, okay, what Eric is saying about that is that that was actually, this was all part of your chart. It was all in in your plan um, to, with your mother passing, and the blindness, um, that was all part of it, so that you could form this connection with her on the other side. You guys planned that before you got here. That's oh, why the 1102 gosh. was so, so strong. Mm. <laughs> you know, I, got, I think I just got an idea. Well, I didn't get it. I'm sure somebody inserted it into whatever brain I have left. I think it would be so cool to publish an ebook because I can't afford to go through this. Oh, these publishing houses that make you like spend fifteen thousand dollars on publishers or you know, a book of stories, awakening stories from people. Yes. What do y'all think Absolutely. about that? And, Absolutely. and we can all can have the money, I don't care. But I mean I think it would be so cool to to do that to inspire people. So think on it, okay? Anyway, yeah. but, uh, wow. Eric says you'll have, a, you'll have enough stories I've, to write three books. Oh, I know. That's so funny. Um, What about me? Does my mom have anything to say or any other relatives out there? You know what? What she said is tell her she's still my baby girl. Um, So she still looks after you. She still um, thinks of you as her, as her baby girl, as you know, do anything for you. She could, Um, she looks out for you. The connection she says the connection that we have is so so strong, you know nothing can nothing can break it. 
Is there anything specific that would give more validation? Like, I don't know. I hate validation questions, but whatever. Is there anything, any other message from her? Let's put it that way. Yeah, get your get your car checked. <laughs> Something wrong no. with your car. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you need new tires? Do you need new tires? Uh, well, I did just uh get uh, my husband's uh, done. Did you just get what? I don't know. Maybe uh, my husband's tire just blew, and we just had to oh. replace it, but. Ah, okay. Maybe that's yeah, what she said. Get your car. Get your car checked. If it's clicking or ticking or something's going on, something's going on with your car. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> uh, right. Anything from Aaron? Yeah. Oh, good. Good. Uh, I'm sorry. I I, I couldn't Any, hear you. Anything, anything from, from Eric? Eric. Yeah. Oh. Um. I'm. I'm asking him. He's like, um, what do you want? What do you? What do you? What do you want? What do you want? Like, get, like, give me an area. Um, it, oh, I, I, like, I feel frantic with the energy. Um, <laughs> Maybe because I'm nervous. Okay, advice. Um, one advice. Or yeah, one I probably could bit of encouragement. Some advice. Yeah, probably. Okay. All right. Invite advice or encouragement. Um, sure. I, you know, I, I mean, honestly, he's telling me you're, you're really doing pretty well. Like you're, you're doing pretty oh. good. Um, you know, so you're like, I don't know, your self-esteem could use a little boost. Um, okay. You're overthinking. He says, kind of watch your overthinking because you, um, you create nervous energy for yourself. You create anxiety for yourself um, with the overthinking. So watch how much you go down a rabbit hole. Um, with yeah. that kind of stuff, you're not as um, you you have this self conscious energy. He said you're not as um, I guess weird as you think. <laughs> um, you're a pretty cool person. He says so. Embrace that kind of stuff. Focus on what you think your strengths are, and not what you think your weaknesses are. Okay, That's awesome. Sounds good. I would thank, thank you, you so for much. In. I really appreciate it. Thank in. you. Yeah, All so right. we'll stay tuned in case we want to do a story, a book of stories with you in mind. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm. T- I'm telling you, Eric is talking about the book, the book, books. Yeah. Of stories. Um, and I, I know you said that just popped in your head, but that that was definitely popped in for a reason. There's going to be, he said, you honestly, there could be enough stories to to do this three, four times over. Oh, I am sure. And also, uh, what, what do you think about this a celebrity interview uh, book, ebook, you know, whatever? Yeah. Oh, it? absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Um, you might, Alisa, you might find yourself with a a fairly sizable project if you decide to go down this path oh, in a good on. way, not in a bad way. Um, but there's uh, a lot of energy no, for I that. Know, but, oh my God, I, I still have my this will cross wave you know, work to do on my tile, okay? It's horrible. I'm doing one <laughs> Okay, never mind. I'm just kidding. Um, okay, let's take some calls from people. I have somebody from the 54Z, 4Z, 4Z, no, 540 area code. Hi there. How are you doing? Hi, Hi. there. Hi. How are you doing? Hello? Hello? Hey. It's me, it's you, and 
But what do you have for Eric? Um, um, my there? name is Wanda DiGidio. Yes. Hi, Wanda. Yeah. What you got for us, Ed? Uh, I'm, uh, Lord, <laughs> I'm nervous. Uh, I haven't, uh, I haven't had a relationship uh, with my daughter in six years, and I'm wondering, is this ever going hmm. to resolve itself? Hmm. Um, yeah, yes. It, he says, yes, it will. There is, um, there's a lot of emotional stuff in the way here, um, mental health, anger. There's a lot of stuff in the way right now as we sit right here in this moment. Um, but, yes, um, eventually it does resolve itself, although it's not going to look pretty. Eric says it's not going to look pretty when it does. Um, oh, is she the you one of the two of you? I'm sorry? Is she the volatile one of the two of you? Uh, she's got some anger issues that stem from yeah. her dad. Her dad is um he's very narcissistic and oh. and uh, I don't I don't know. It, it, I we separated and that that's what caused the split between her and I because she's yeah. she's mm-hmm. well daddy's girl and and he pays for a college but uh well, I just yeah. is it a long time from now? Okay. Um okay. call it the Stockholm syndrome. He, he, yeah. That's, yeah. That's yes, yeah. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Yes. But, um, but are you talking? So, oh, go ahead. No, I'm just wondering. Are you talking years or months or? Um. So timelines are always tough. I feel like we're probably looking. If I had to make a guess here with the timeline and the way it works on the other side, we're probably looking at like 18 months to two years. Um, it does feel like oh. it's a little while, but your free will can change that, okay? Well, what but does at he the do? Moment, okay, what does at he the do? Moment, because I'm telling you. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. At the moment, approaching her is not going to be effective for you guys, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, if you approach yeah, her, yeah, you're going her. to only get anger. Yeah. Yes, that's what happens. Yeah, so you've got to wait a little bit for her to soften yeah. and be ready to come to you. Now, that doesn't mean don't wish her a happy birthday, Merry Christmas, whatever holidays you celebrate. You can still well, I whatever, can't. send a text, I send it an seems, email. I just, I just sent her a, 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 a – she'll bonk me. I mean, I, it's just okay. – I, I don't oh. even know how to go, go about getting in touch with her. Okay. Right, well, you know, Eric, um, can, you, can you help? Eric, can you nudge her? Can you nudge her daughter in the right well, direction? Well, she's being nudged because... left and right, he said. She's being nudged left uh, and right. She's not done with her anger yet. And so when somebody uh, is sitting in a place of anger, they're uh, ignoring oh. the sign oh. from the other side. It will pass. Eric says this does Good. pass. Unfortunately, one of the things I hate the most as a person being here, um, when somebody tells me, but you have to be patient. Um, I, mm-hmm. I hate hearing yeah. those words, and I hate saying those words mm-hmm. to somebody else, but you just have to be well, patient. This does. I pass. can think. Uh, is is was this planned for us? Yes, for, it was. And is my ex yes, her her dad was he is are we like planned this in, in before we came? Yes, mm. the divorce did. and all this. this is part of the chart. Yep. Because I, I woke up yeah. because of this. What was there to learn or teach in this so, contract? And quickly, one of the we're big things. I don't. Sorry. Yeah. One of the big things for you real quick is learning about loss when you have no control mm-hmm. over it because 
she's still here, so you feel like you have control, but you don't. You probably oh, know how to wow. get it out there quickly. No, right. but that that so that's good. That's a lesson that will help your soul evolve. And you were very courageous to take that stuff on. So kudos to yeah, you. Yeah, very. So, um, but have faith and um, love reigns supreme. Is it time? Oh, I do yeah. have time for one oh, one other thing to say. One other thing. Wrap it up. Oh, Ten seconds. Okay. I want to say that you guys check out psychicmediumjenniferdoran.com. And I will put it, I don't know if I'll put it, but whatever. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.